Hello, Rasa. How you doing? Superb. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Are you ready to know everything? Fill my brain with factual information. Oh yeah, let's do it. Today, I'm gonna share with you something that will give you a new perspective on life. Literally. Ah. What I want to talk to you about is the art of headstands. Ah,、uh, my neck's already sore thinking about it. Well, I do headstands all the time, as you might have noticed. Especially at the dinner table, you're chewing, you're swallowing, and then you're turning upside down. Can you please explain how that is in any way safe? I chew while I'm running to the couch, not while I'm doing the headstand. Huh. I'm gonna put that aside for the moment. Tell me more about what headstands do for you, and what maybe they can do for me. Well, headstands are really great because when you're doing a headstand, it just feels so good. Imagine you're running, you're practically flying, and then you're upside down. Sounds a little like being hit by a car, <laughs> but I guess in a good way. Yeah, and once you're there. You get to see all these things that you didn't notice. Hey, that's where the cats have been keeping all the arugula they stole. Hey, it's almost pretty the way the carpet fringe goes out like that. Hey, I didn't know Dad had those shoes. Okay, it's mind expanding. Is it also safe? Yes, it is. Because the thing that you sometimes say is, "How is this safe? You're gonna break your neck someday." But there's two things. One, as I've told you, I do headstands on the couch, so actually that gives my neck some support. And also, when you're doing regular headstands on the ground, thing you'll notice is, duh, your head is on the ground. You know that, but it's not all on your head. Your arms are still supporting you and your head, even though your head's on the ground. I remember now I have gone to yoga classes where the teacher. Told us and even led us in a very slow, very supported way that had nothing to do with eating dinner, how to stand on our heads. And she said it's good to get off your feet sometimes, and it's good to get blood to your head. But it still seems unnatural to me. We're built to be right side up, right? Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't go upside down sometimes. You can make the same argument about so many things. If it's good for us to get rest every night. Why weren't we born sideways? If it's good to know how to read, which both of us love to do, why weren't we born reading books? I guess it's true. You can hold your breath and go underwater. We obviously take breaks to eat. There are things that we do sometimes, but not all the time, that are fun and can be good for us too. Exactly. Wait, just one second. Oof. Okay, I am now upside. Down and it is wonderful. You're smiling so big, but it's all backwards, so your eyes look like your mouth, <laughs> and your mouth makes you look like a cyclops. <laughs> it's very relaxing. Just sitting, headstanding, trying not to kick the chandelier. Are you ready for today's poem? I sure am. Okay. It's called "A Blank White Page" by Francisco X. Alarcon.
blink white page is a meadow after a snowfall that a poem hopes to cross. Wow, short but vivid. May I read it? Of course. A Blank White Page by Francisco X. Alarcon. A blank white page is a meadow after a snowfall that a poem hopes to cross. What do you picture when you read that poem? I picture this marshmallowy, creamy expanse of untouched white snow. And then I picture the poem, its footprints, crossing that snow. The letters in the poem? Yeah. I love that image. I like the idea of a poet putting on snow pants <laughs> to get up in the morning. Have you ever gone to a big meadow full of snow that no one has walked on before? Of course. We have a bunch of forest meadows here in Missoula. Then I immediately run, get one of my friends, and we stomp on it, eat the snow, and throw snowballs at each other. So when you see a meadow full of snow that no one's gone on before, you want to fill it up with your footprints. Yeah. What do you feel like when you see a blank white page and you have to write? Do you feel the same level of excitement and invitation? Yes, I love writing. And do you feel that your letters and words that you put down are kind of like tromping up the page and filling it with good stuff? Oh, yeah. Snowballs and snow angels of words. And our podcast is a version of that, too. What do you mean? Well, here's a poem about it. A dark black microphone in which the words of a father and daughter hope to cross. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I sure do. You and me and mom last weekend watched a movie from the country of India an Indian movie called Lagan. And it was a sports movie, a romance movie, a historical movie. It was exciting. It was dramatic. It was awesome. Highly recommended, everyone, right? Yes! And there were five or six songs and dances that interrupted the movie. And they were wonderful, too. Ha <laughs> And I know we have musicals, and those seem to be separate in our movie tradition from comedies and dramas and sports and history movies, but they combine all of them in this movie. And I've heard that that's common in Indian movies, that they almost always have songs and dances. So I guess I want to know is, when did that start? Is that really true that every movie from India has songs and dances in it? How many do they have? Is there a certain structure or does it depend from movie to movie? Wow, that's a great question. I'll look it up and get back to you. your vexing question. The movies you were talking about are called Bollywood movies, like Hollywood, but with a B. And there's so much cool stuff about them. Bollywood songs are called indie pop, and the dances are called film dances. Makes sense, right? Yeah, indie pop, film dances. Most Bollywood movies have dancing, but some do not. There's even Bollywood movies that are horror or fantasy. And those don't have songs and dances in the middle? No, they don't. 
There is no requirement. There's Bollywood movies with as little as three songs. And the record number is 70. 70 songs and dances? Yep. That's a long movie. Better have a big popcorn. Ha <laughs> ha There is an equivalent of an Academy Award in India. It's called the Filmfare Award. And the best indie pop songs and film dances can get a reward there. Awesome. Well, I bet Lagan won a whole bunch of them. <laughs> and when they did, I bet they threw an epic dance party to celebrate. Know Everything was produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you like to listen. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.